0: This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Free Kicks is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show. If you missed
1: Los Los Ano and friends, here's what you missed.
0: So. I thought we got over our fight from last week. We had a little <laughs> tiff that was yes. going on.
1: Are you still angry with me? I hope not, because we're supposed to do something tonight.
0: Oh, we are supposed to yeah. do something yeah, tonight. Don't, <laughs> don't. Oh, we, are, oh, we oh, have you we are, No, we're going to. We are going to. <laughs> What all pray right. tell are you guys going to do Tony, I'm all yours, Tony. I'm all yours. Wow. All right. All right. <laughs> That's on the record, you know. Get that in yeah. writing. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you want to tell them what? I, how I asked you? Do you remember what I said? Okay. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he was like, it's not going to include Star Wars
1: or sex, but hopefully it'll still be just as fun. It was probably the best text yeah. I've, yeah. I've ever
0: received. Ooh.
1: Radio Misfits. Get more Losano and Friends losano now on losano.com good luck trying to spell
0: losano or whatever the it's called
1: the following is a tony losano podcast an opi show on the radio misfits podcast network this is free kicks and now, free kicks, free kicks, with Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. The big cheese and the big wheeze—that's what I'm calling us now. You're the uh, big cheese, and I'm the big wheeze. Got a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of a uh, allergy uh, breakout here. It's not COVID, thank you, um, yeah. but uh, uh, sounding a little. Uh, Nasally today, so I just wanted
0: wanted to apologize. You don't have your strong-as-usual radio voice.
1: The pipes are not quite there today, so my apologies uh, to everyone. But uh, that doesn't mean we don't have some great uh, football-slash-soccer to cover, because we do. And, uh, you know, why don't we just uh, kick it off immediately with what's happening on the pitch.
0: Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch?
1: Well... It uh, certainly was an interesting weekend, wasn't it Adam? We had a yeah. uh, we had a big uh uh FA Cup final. Uh do we know what now? What year it was? The 175th or whatever it was?
0: <laughs> it's up there. It's like 120 something like that. Yeah, it's it's a lot. That's so, for
1: sure. So, Arsenal faces Chelsea, your team. And I think the whole world thought that Chelsea was going to win that game. And somehow, Arsenal pulled it out. Now, I'm going to say this. I, I did not get to see the game. I had something going on. Uh, but my son, Sean, saw it. And my son is a Chelsea fan and a, uh, mm-hmm. what you'd call a, uh, not exactly an impartial observer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and he was furious he said that the uh refereeing was terrible there was some sort of a play where the goalie was like three feet outside of the box and nothing was called Mm -hmm. do you do you know what play i'm talking about
0: oh yeah oh yeah i've rerun all of these plays in my head many times
1: (laughs) so you agree totally
0: (laughs) yeah it was um a mixed bag of decisions. I, you know, I, I I do not like to criticise referees. No,
1: I know. As
0: that's the true. as a, as director of coaching for the state association, yes. I don't think it, it would be a great thing for me to stand up. Let's say to be honest, he, it wasn't his best game. You know, I think you know people could say that he, he there was some decisions there that were probably a little we were a little unsure about. But in reflection, and we do a lot of reflecting these days as coaches. Chelsea did not do enough, and as Frank said in his post-match interview, Chelsea did not do enough to win the match, bottom line. And that's good with me.
1: Yeah, I guess that is the bottom line. Because they did only score one goal. Yeah. Um, And it's pretty hard to win a game when you only score one goal. Um, But the goals that uh, Arsenal scored, your thoughts on those?
0: Yeah, I mean... Aubameyang was the difference. Yes. Um, if if I'm Arsenal and they're directors, and I'm sure Mikel Arteta, as soon as the game was finished, he probably ran upstairs to the director's box and said, we need to sign this fella next year, pay him what he wants, yes. make sure we keep him because he is guaranteed goals. No he's question. a superstar.
1: He's one of the best oh. players in the world.
0: Yes. He's a little older, 31, yeah. so I don't know if he's going to get that big money move that maybe he's expecting i don't know if real madrid or barcelona are going to jump in and grab him um but if he he should demand a, a good chunk of money and when we're talking about money just to give people an idea we're talking about three hundred thousand dollars a week you know we're talking <laughs> massive amounts of money and that's and he's probably in there in that respect worth it you know so um, I think he was the difference the second goal I mean he spun Zuma yeah, around like, uh, like a top you know I felt bad for him and to be fair the Chelsea defenders looked like they were spinning around on tops for most of the match anyway they they really struggled um, and it was always going to be a game where the attacking teams who could ever penetrate the worst of the two defenses and both of these defenses were pretty horrendous right. Um you know, whoever were, was able to do that uh, was going to win the game, and, and to be fair, Arsenal did that. Scored a couple of nice goals. So, uh, just really the uh, you know the biggest frustration probably for for us as as American soccer fans was Christian Pulisic. You know, yeah. so unlucky. Scored the first goal. I think he's the first American to ever score in the FA Cup final. What well, that's a tremendous achievement in itself.
1: That's pretty cool. Uh,
0: and then. Start of the second half was clear through on goal, just the goalkeeper to beat and uh, pulled up and you know tore his hamstring. So really frustrating for him. So he went out in like the 48th minute or so. Uh, so that was a tough loss because he was playing well and was looking like he could unlock the, the Arsenal defence a little bit. So tough for him. Looks like it's not as serious as, as what we, we think it might have been. I think he might. He's definitely out for the Champions League games this weekend, but uh, not as not a major major uh, rupture in terms of his hamstring. So he should be so
1: okay by the beginning of next season. They think now. Yes, right?
0: exactly. Yeah, which four to think? six weeks, which isn't very long anyway. So, no, that's you know. true.
1: <clears throat> but he, yeah. you know, he is becoming a bit injury prone, isn't he?
0: Yeah, well, and I think we talked a little bit yeah. about that. You know, not to toot our own horn. I mean, that was always something that we we're always concerned about. And, and I'm all, I'm a firm believer. When you look at these players, these fastest uh, players, they have those uh, those fast twitch fibers in there. They're, they're a little bit more prone to these hamstring injuries. Like a a player like a Michael Owen was always struggling with hamstring injuries. So, right. So yeah. I'm he hoping was also this is no not for something. His speed,
1: right, Michael? Exactly.
0: Owen. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm hoping this is not a major. Uh, concern for him as he continues to move forward, because since the restart, he's been tremendous. He's probably been Chelsea's best player. Well, I uh, saw that he had
1: 10 goals and 10 assists this year. That's a solid season for any player.
0: No question. First year coming into the league, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, did really well. Uh, And certainly in the restart, um, did did really well in terms of the, the goals and the assists that he created.
1: Well, Chelsea actually had quite a few injuries in that game. I, and uh, yeah. and they're kind of limping towards the end of the season. I mean, they just squeaked in by the the narrowest of margins and got in the Champions League for next year. Um, but, you know, they lost their captain, right, uh, mm-hmm. Dave. Yep.
0: yep, Aspiqueta,
1: yep. yep. Uh, they, yep. Uh, then Pedro came in for uh, Pulisic, and then he got hurt too.
0: That's right. Yes, exactly. I think he hurt his shoulder. I don't know if it was a dislocation, but there was definitely a shoulder injury with him when he went down.
1: And at the end of the uh, game, they were playing with 10 men, weren't they?
0: Right, because they had the red card. Yeah, so they had the red card uh, fairly early on in the second half. So uh, Kovacic got red carded. So that oh, also right. kind, about that, got, guys. kind of put everything <laughs> down. So, yeah, oh, it, it made it even more difficult. Yeah. Um, so yeah and again you know there's some speculation on whether whether or not it was a true red card you know it was two yellows um and not to not to talk about conspiracy theories but this same referee did send off a chelsea player in the last cup final against arsenal three years before that but i'm just throwing that out there
1: (laughs) make your own conclusions everyone (laughs) make your
0: own conclusions um and uh, there's actually, uh, if if people go to a, a video, there's a whole video of Chelsea, Arsenal, poor decisions by uh, by the referee. So there's there's lots of videos out there. But
1: did he but grow like up said, as an Arsenal fan by any chance?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, there's a rumor going around that he did. Okay. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, but, like again, ultimately didn't do enough to win the game. Arsenal were the better team overall after Chelsea scored the first early goal. They just couldn't hang on. And, uh, you know, fair play to Arsenal, won the game. Congrats to them. They're in Europe, so it was the only way they could get in. So maybe a little bit more motivation on their end. That's um, true.
1: Yeah. but And this does yeah. knock the Wolves out, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, so so Wolves is out um, Obviously they've still got a, a little bit of a pathway With the Europa League still there To potentially get in right. uh, So there's lots of avenues that they could still get in But uh, yeah, it's kind of a shame for them Because they've had such a strong season That's true uh, But where way it goes
1: all right, so let's talk about the Champions League because that's uh, coming back this week, um, and yeah. uh, there's some great games coming up. Well, we've got uh, four big games this weekend. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, each of those, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's start with uh, Juventus against Lyon because Lyon won the first leg, one nothing, uh, in France. Now they're playing uh, at Juventus for this uh, second leg. Yeah. Uh, so they've got to win. Juventus has to win in order to move on, and they obviously were highly favored in this matchup.
0: That's right. I mean, Juventus. You know, they they obviously they won the league, the Italian league, so they finished off well. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a tough match for them. You know, I still feel like they've got the, the players they need to. They've got a, a certain Mister Cristiano Ronaldo on right. their side, so. exactly. <laughs> Whenever you've got a, a person of him, a, a match winner, and he just loves the Champions League, so he's won it so many times. I think he's won it five or six times, something crazy like that. Um, so I think he's going to be obviously a key man in the in the game. Um, it should be it should be a feast of a game in terms of that. Um, so looking forward to that one. Although I think for me, some of the other games are probably going to be a little bit more exciting.
1: I agree, but in this game. Uh... Basically, what uh, Juventus has to do is they have to make sure that Leon does not score because yes. those away goals count double. Basically,
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. A one-nil deficit isn't terrible. Right. I mean, they can certainly they can certainly overturn it. But like you said, if Leon score early, it's going to make make it difficult for Juventus to get back. But fortunately for them, they do have the firepower to do it.
1: All right. Let's talk about the. Uh, the Man City Real Madrid game because that uh, that's a heck of a matchup for this stage of the Champions League, isn't it?
0: Yeah, this is this is going to be the exciting match, I think, of the weekend. I'm really excited to watch this game. Although we're going to have to uh, do some access, you know. It's there's been a change in terms of how we watch this, so it's on CBS now. So oh. CBS CBS uh, Sports Network and CBS. All access. So those people, if you don't oh, have those right, channels,
1: right? Because CBS dropped it for some reason. That's
0: that's right. So we're going to have to find that game on there. But uh, should be a great game. You know, Pep Guardiola's team's two-one up yep. uh, going into the home match. You know, they're at home. Uh, it's at the Eddie um You know, they're trying to win the competition for the first time. So they're going to be hugely motivated to, to win this game. So, and I think I, that I, I, Sergio
1: Ramos is not going to be allowed to play he he got a red card in the last game
0: that's right so if he's out um it looks like all of man city players are in um i, I fancy man city in this match i really do i think they're just going to have enough to win this one and maybe they they can make it all the way to the final this year
1: okay then uh we have another uh game that i think you might be interested in and that's Bayern Munich against yes. chelsea now Chelsea is going to have to come up with a pretty magical uh, game here to win this. It's going to be in Munich, um, mm. and Bayern won the first leg 3-0 at Chelsea.
0: No problem for Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> should should find themselves an EC 4 nothing victory to, to move on to the next round.
1: And, yeah, and is- Chelsea has <laughs> lost half their team to injury.
0: Uh, again no problem i yeah. think we've got enough in the yeah <laughs> ultimately like you said this is this is going to be the the toughest the toughest part of the season when you look at bayern munich although they've been off for a little while yeah they they're have. coming in they've they're they are basically the best team in europe since the restart right. i was looking at the statistics in the league played 9 won 9 scored 27 conceded 6 yeah so and they, they looked
1: they d- unbeatable
0: Exactly. Nobody gave them a chance. Wow. Um, you know, so I, I think it's going to be a massive uphill battle for Chelsea. They get an early goal. They got themselves a chance. But, they, you know, if they can score one early, maybe one at the start of the second half, put them under pressure, maybe they can make it to 3-3 and take it to extra time. I think that's their only chance. If they go down a goal, you might as well switch the channels and turn it over.
1: Now, what about... Uh... Like uh, Timo Werner, is he allowed to play in this game?
0: Nope he's uh, he's up in he's back in Chelsea he's ready okay. training yeah so he's yeah he's out so he's there at Chelsea training so not 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 involved at all
1: so he's not considered part of the team until next season
0: correct yeah all yeah. right even so, though yeah. so
1: Leipzig though is is also in it we'll get to that in a second but Leipzig is is in the final eight and yeah. they're going to play without him right.
0: That's right, yeah. So, kind of one of those things where he's just decided, you know, he's moved on. You know, he's kind of yeah. given up that that given up that situation. He was actually at the cup final watching the game in, in his Chelsea blue. So uh, wow, okay, uh, yeah, he, he's <laughs> back in training. Uh, it was actually quite funny. There was a, a, a meme going around. They had somebody drew some spectacles on him uh, <laughs> and said, oh look, we could probably put him in the game. Nobody (laughs) will recognize him.
1: (laughs) You know, um, it's got to warm your heart as a Chelsea fan to see how excited this kid is to be part of that club.
0: Yeah, it's really, really nice to see. Uh, Obviously, he knows the the history and the tradition of of what Chelsea is, but the fact that he's there, uh, being part of it, it's really exciting for it, and uh, and it's going to put a lot of pressure on the, the current forwards that Chelsea have as well.
1: All right, there's one more game this weekend, and that is Barcelona against Napoli. And uh, they tied their first leg in Napoli, 1-1. So this is the second game is in Barcelona. I'm guessing that Barcelona will be highly favored to win this one.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I I think they've got everything that they need to win the game. Um, Obviously, they've they've kind of struggled a little bit, you know, since the restart, certainly not the – that you know if you looked at the top 10 teams since the restart Barcelona wouldn't even be in that group right. in, in terms of coming back uh, I think there was some issues with the manager and and some different things they try to kind of figure things out but this is this is their opportunity to potentially they still uh, got win Messi. A trophy. and they got a player called Messi exactly yeah. you know arguably you know the greatest player of all time or one of the greatest players of all time so whenever you have a player of his stature on your team, you've always got a chance to win the game. So, but it's perfectly poised, it's at the new camp. Uh, one one after the first leg should be a really good match as well.
1: So, am I correct in guessing that you are picking Juventus, Man City, Bayern, and Barcelona to win those games?
0: Um, I'm gonna pick Chelsea, okay. you know, just to... <laughs>
1: okay. But,
0: but all the others are correct. Um, you know, I'm 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 up for miracles. You know, all you never right. know. So I, what you're I'm, I'm saying is, good. if
1: you ever become a referee, you should not be allowed to referee a Chelsea game. Is that what you saying? Point,
0: <laughs> probably a smart move. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a good point. But yeah, I mean, no matter how you look at it, I'm always going to pick Chelsea in every game. Okay. No matter. All so, right, but.
1: I get it. I'm a Cubs fan. I understand. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's talk about the four teams that have already qualified. Uh Paris mm-hmm. Saint Germain is one of yes. those teams. Uh they're yeah. they've got to be one of the favorites. Uh you've got uh Atalanta. Yes. That, what where are they from?
0: Atalanta is from Italy, Italy? and actually of yeah, and really have actually been one of the best teams since the, the, the restart. Um, to give you an idea of what they scored on a massive amount of goals as well. I mean, uh, I think they close they scored up close to 96 goals this year in Serie A. Um, so wow. I don't think anybody wants to play them if they get drawn against them into the in the quarterfinals. They're going to be a tough team.
1: Okay. Atletico Madrid is also, they knocked out Liverpool. So that's, that's a right. fairly good team. And yeah. also Leipzig. But they're going to have to play without their biggest star.
0: Yeah, exactly. So things change for them. I mean, uh, and I think Atletico as well. Both of those teams are probably a little bit on the outside when you look at some of these other fantastic teams that are there. But you know, Atletico is going to have the, the the knowledge and experience that they beat the defending champions. So that's that's going to really hold them in good stead moving forward. And and Leipzig, it's kind of a new territory for them. They've, they've I don't think they've ever gotten this far. So for them, it's a major achievement.
1: Okay. So that's where we stand with the Champions League. We've got the quarterfinals uh, next weekend, and then the uh, semifinals will be the weekend of the 18th.
0: Right, and it's all one game. So when they get to the next round, this is where yeah. it gets a little different because it's all they're playing all the games in Portugal. Um, so they're playing the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals all in Portugal. So they'll all be kind of quarantined there, put in the bubble, so to speak as they play these games and Benfica and sporting Lisbon are going to be hosting those matches. Uh, so that's going to be quite fun to kind of watch that. So there's kind of a mini, a mini season to finish off. And of it, it's League. single
1: elimination. It's like, kind of like the world cup basically.
0: Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the irony is while these guys are playing, Next, next year's qualifying rounds have already started
1: oh is <laughs> so, that right
0: <laughs> yeah so you've got the uh, the northern irish and irish teams are still qualifying to get into the first round they're going to start their games on the 9th of august so yes yeah, it's, it's so amazing how things are kind of intertwined yeah kind of funny how that works out
1: okay we're gonna we need to take a break here but uh we still have a lot of show left uh It's been a very momentous week here in the state of Illinois. We'll discuss uh, what's happening with uh, the youth soccer. Uh, We'll also talk about uh, uh, our favorite segment, the guest the Premier League star. We'll get Adam's TV tip. And all of that is coming up right after this. On the next episode of And Friends, (laughs) we play the game of life.
0: Talking daddies. Oh. Dad jokes to sexy daddies.
1: Daddies are a game. Technology is a game. Love is a game. All that and more this week on And Friends. (laughs) And Friends is not responsible for what
0: you and your daddy do, whether it be your daddy or not your daddy do. Diddy-wah, diddy-wah, do, wah, do Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just
1: search for Radio Misfits. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, we talked to comedian Abby Sanchez will be joining us, and we're going to be talking about Puerto Ricans, but it's going to be clean. Yep, trust us. We're going to be talking about white people, but it's going to be very, very nice. Listen to the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify opi shows or wherever you find podcasts just search for radio misfits and we're back let's uh let's hop right in and find out what's happening here uh in the local area yeah wait i've got a little jingle for you hold on
0: and now the latest chicago area soccer news
1: soccer, soccer, news. soccer news. Coach, adam. coach adam okay coach adam uh big week this week uh, uh the governor made some announcements about uh yeah. youth sports and basically um it's all up in the air so <laughs> why, why don't you tell us what's going on
0: yeah everything kind of got thrown on its head this week it really did um Obviously, um, you know, we're dealing with some a situation where the governor came in, made some changes. I think there were some influences, obviously, with the high school situation because they needed to make a decision. Uh, so the high school activities made decisions, pushing everything back. Um, and then there was a kind of a new, uh, a new system that was kind of created, which basically put uh, youth soccer into what we call kind of the second group so kind of a medium risk group which was something that we hadn't really dealt with before so this is kind of a a new new normal and uh while dealing with that we we kind of had to kind of look at what we wanted to do and unfortunately it only allows for us to have intra team scrimmages uh, and then training with up to 50 participants at one time so Um, It's kind of hurt, obviously, our local leagues. It's hurt uh, Midwest regional leagues and all different things, tournaments. Obviously, there's no travel allowed. So um, as frustrating as that may be, because, you know, from our standpoint, you know, the youth teams and youth clubs have been doing a tremendous job, I think, really kind of. Uh, dealing with all the protocols and, and and understanding what needed to be done to keep all of our athletes and, and coaches um, safe. Um, so we're going to have to go slightly backwards a little bit, you know, but I'm always kind of a uh, a person that's always trying to look on the positive standpoint. So we're, it's going to give coaches a, a really good opportunity to work on things with their players that they probably have never done before. gives them a lot more time in training and uh, hopefully they can develop their players and when we get out of this, we could have some of the best players of all time. <laughs> that's that's how a great got look
1: way of looking at it. It's yeah. a chance to develop all of their skills.
0: Exactly. I mean, and that's kind of how we got to look at it. You know, it's, you know, as coaches, and we, we, we've got a couple of webinars this week that we'll talk a little bit about this to our clubs, as coaches... We always always complain, it's not enough time. It's not enough time to work on this. It's not enough time to work on that. Two days
1: a week, how are you going to teach them X, Y, and Z?
0: (laughs) You've got time now. (laughs) There's, There's no concern for games. There's no worry that, hey, we've got to prepare for this. We've got to fix this so we can get better on the weekend. Here's your time to really kind of set forth a, a real good, strong development plan within your club. So yeah. um, you've got to look at it from a positive standpoint. Hopefully the coaches will do that. And I'm sure they will. And, and we're here, you know, as a, as a state association to assist and help in any way we can. Right.
1: Right. So, and you know, it's the high school season is not going to happen uh, in the fall, which, uh, you know, is a sad thing for our sons. They're both seniors losing their yeah. senior season. Uh, They say they're going to play in the spring, but I'll believe that when it happens. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean?
0: Yeah, there's, there's so many different things that could potentially happen up until then. You know, obviously everything's got pushed back. Um, I think uh, the high school season for, for boys' soccer will start in the spring, kind of February, middle of February. It's going to be a little chilly. Right, exactly. Uh, That's what I <laughs> – February?
1: Have you lived in Illinois at all? There, yeah. There's not a chance we're going to be able to play in February.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think the first games are scheduled first part of March, so we'll be fine. So we'll okay. be fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of gone the opposite, and at least it'll start warming up by the end of the year. Whereas usually we're we're freezing our tails off at the end of the year. Wow, so I guess really you
1: really are. Your cup really is half full, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So I guess you've got to look at it. And then you know, and obviously, the, and then on the girl side, which is going to have a little bit of an influence on our end so we've got to try to kind of work with with uh, the state association and and different things because the girls are going to go into the summer so that's going to influence some of our our tournaments so hopefully we can work with them to to allow the the players to be able to do club as well as high school
1: okay well it's a it's certainly uncharted waters let's put it that way and the the one thing that is just on you know disputably true is that uh, every state is going through something like this, you know, that, and yeah. it's just difficult and we just have to, it's our new reality and there's just nothing we can do about it.
0: Exactly. You know, ultimately the safety of everybody is the, uh, is the priority. And we've got to make sure that we follow those guidelines. Um, I'm still I'm just super glad that we're still playing in some way, shape or form. Right. (laughs) So, you know, in that respect, we've got to look at it from that positive standpoint. Um, But we also need to understand that, you know, we'll be back. We'll come back stronger for because of this. And we're going to try and make sure that uh, our players are better for it. And that's ultimately that's the ultimate goal.
1: And let's remember that if we don't take this seriously, we won't be playing. Exactly. So, so like exactly. you said, the safety is the most important thing. Yeah. All right. Time for your favorite part of the show. Time oh. to oh. guess the Premier League star. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a, a tough one. I <laughs> oh. us warn you right now. I uh, thought last
0: week's last week's was tough enough. I thought maybe a nice
1: easy one. Uh, well, it's not as tough as last week's. The last week's okay. was much tougher. All right, this one—he's a 25-year-old uh, star, um, but he's been around for a while. He comes from Spain. Okay, so he okay. has—he's three caps for the Spanish national team. So he's not exactly one of their star players, but he has played for the Spanish national team. He was on their 2016 Euro Cup team but was not on the 2018 World Cup team. Okay? Wow. Okay. He's a fullback or wing wingback uh, known for his speed. He's considered one of the fastest players in the Premier League. Hmm. He, he came to the Premier League in 2013, so he's been around for a while. He's played 158 games for his team. Okay. Um, his team has won three <laughs> FA Cups in his time there, including one on Saturday.
0: Okay, all right. So, I was thinking uh, Arsenal. Yes. Okay, gotcha. He, so he,
1: he like... wears number two. <laughs> uh, he used, he used to have a terrible man bun. Yeah.
0: And it, it, is is this the is this the same player that um, you know? is he's I think he's he had some issues he was originally the captain but they took it away from him if I remember something along those lines so I'm gonna guess Hector Bellerin
1: very good very good that is correct
0: that was not easy I didn't realize he only played a few games for the national team
1: yeah I didn't realize he was only 25 I thought he was like 30 Mm -hmm. it seems like he's been around forever he has had yeah. injury problems the last couple of years, but uh, he is a fast player, and yeah. uh, and he does have flashes of brilliance. Um, but uh, the man bun, I just couldn't get past the man bun. That was uh, – <laughs> <laughs> so they always get on my list. You you see somebody with the man bun, there's a guy on, uh, I think, uh, Burnley who's got a man right. bun uh, on my list. He's on my list. I just can't root for him. I'm sorry. Uh, that, That's funny. We yeah. all have our little problems. That's mine. All right. <laughs> it's time for this.
0: Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. All
1: right. We teased this a little bit. We've got some a big Champions League game coming up. But uh, Adam's going to tell us they may be a little difficult to find.
0: Yeah. So obviously now, with like we mentioned before, with, there's the change. So it's on CBS Sports Network. Um, so, in fact, I know for myself, I actually kind of downgraded because I wasn't watching that channel. Yeah. So now I'm going to have to try and find a way to get that channel. So All I'm right. probably going to have to go back to it. So um, so CBS Sports Network shows this game. I, I think this is, could be one of the best games of the year. It really could. Um, when you put the two teams together, Manchester City, Real Madrid, at the Etihad, I mean, it's just a shame it just wasn't a full crowd at that match, you know. And yeah. To really appreciate the, the the amount of talent and the players that are going to be on view in this game, you know, it's going to be a, really a tremendous match. So I'm just really excited to watch this one. So it starts at 2 o'clock. This is a Friday, Friday game. So get out of work early, you know, jump out early. Get CBS Sports Network Friday 2 p.m. Should be a really, really good game to watch
1: with uh, two of the uh, nicest balding men on the sidelines. Right. Yes, the bald two great managers. The yes. bald the bald uh, revolution continues uh, with the, right. with those two guys. All right, so uh, that's uh, definitely worth checking out. I'm I'm a little worried about finding that channel myself, but I'm uh, gonna do it. Um, yeah. If uh, you like free kicks and you, you think people that you know will like it, uh, they probably have more time to sit around and listen to it now. I tell them to um, find us on Spotify. You go to opishows.com. Go wherever you find podcasts. Search for Radio Misfits special thanks to executive producer tony lasana with opishows.com. Opie opi is hippo backwards o-p-p-i-h shows.com we're distributed by ed silla of the radio misfits great talk radio isn't dead just move to a better place radiomisfits.com and we'll be back again next week with another episode of free kicks <laughs> This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including
0: opishows.com. Thank you.
1: This has been a presentation of Opie Productions.
0: Tony, can you shut up?
1: On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Impregnating identical twins. Somebody who really hates Tom Brady. Dr. Fauci baseball card. My brush with a 1980s movie star. And a snippet from our interview with comedian Abby Sanchez. All that in unlimited tangents. Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, OpieShows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio. Misfits. I'm Howard Sudbury, and I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next "Back to You" storytelling about old stars, old songs, a lot of lyrics, got a lot of this and that. <laughs> I don't want to grab
0: the young folks.
1: <laughs> it should. It'll grab somebody on the next "Back to You." Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville listen to Back to You on Spotify opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts just search for <laughs> Radio Misfits coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report informed automotive we talk about a special order family station wagon that recently sold plus the way to
0: overland in style I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lozano podcast, and Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.